Okay, we've been learning about uh, taking things with a rabbinic uh, prohibition from Rishus Hayachids to Makim Petur, etc. We'll talk now about within Rishus Hayachid. So just first of all, we're talking about this Makim Petur. I wanted to point out these tall, narrow objects that stick out from Rishus Harabim in a public domain are a no-man's land. And similarly, if they're in a Carmelis, like in a park, at a beach, um something like that, it's also a no-man's land. If such an item is in a private domain, meaning it's surrounded by walls, you can't take something from Rishas Arabim, from outdoors, and go into a house and place it down on a tall, narrow pedestal. Anything contained within the borders of Rishas Ayakid become Rishas Ayakid. As long as it's within the airspace of that uh, bordered area, even if it goes all the way up to the sky, Rishas Ayakid goes Adlerakia, up to the heavens. So placing something down on an, an antenna, a pillar, anything, once it's on a rooftop, a balcony that's over ten Tvachim and it's wide by about a foot or more, so that item becomes Rishis HaYachid and all the way up to the sky, and therefore you cannot take something from Rishis HaRabim, go into Rishis HaYachid and place it on a pillar. That being said, talking about Rosh Hashanah even though something is enveloped by a bunch of walls, creating a private domain does not mean that everything then is permitted. So here's the example where Chazal forbade us from carrying from one private domain into another private domain, even if they're in the same building and surrounded by the same walls. So apartment A to apartment B within a two-family house, there are ways to do this. We'll talk about Erev another time. But without an Erev, going from one apartment to another, or even from within an apartment into a common area, like a courtyard or a stairwell, a shared hallway, bringing something from a private apartment into this common area, or even going directly. Let's say there are two rooms rented by two different people in a hotel, but those two rooms have a door that connects them, which some people like to do. They like to have direct connection without having to go into a hallway. If it's a hotel that does not have an area done, then going from one rented room to another rented room, provided they've been rented by two different people, would be a problem unless you create an Arif. The reason why is Chazal understood that transferring from one uh, private domain to another private domain is, again, similar to the transfer of private to public or public to private. So any transferring from one place to another, they forbade me to Rabbanon unless an Arif is made. So... In a two-family house, but there's a stairwell, you can't go and carry from one to the other unless you create an Arif. Where there is a bit of a loophole is as follows. If you do have an area that is surrounded by walls, um, but it's a common area, so therefore it needs an Arif, an item that has rested in that area from before Shabbos, so at the commencement of Shabbos, when Shabbos began, that item was already there, it can be freely move, be moved about within that courtyard. So let's say you keep uh, a, a toy in the hallway of an apartment building. You keep uh, slippers in the stairwell, um, in the lobby, in a two-family house. If it's been there from before Shabbos, or if let's say you, you go to a hotel that does not have an air for some reason, and you decided to leave some books in the lobby, or leave slippers, a blanket in the lobby, it could be carried around in that lobby as much as you like. However, you will not be able to bring it from the lobby into your private room, or from a private room into the lobby, unless an air is made. Now many people think that the concept of Erev is some string of sorts that goes up in front of one's house, but the real 
um, chemical active ingredient of Erev is not the string. The string is just to separate that this area is covered by the Erev and it's private domain, not to be confused with a public domain that is beyond it. But the real active ingredient of an, of an Erev is where you unify ownership between the two people involved in the common place or the two different rooms. Now, that could be unified by a landlord owning some furniture together. If you have a Jewish landlord who owns the refrigerator, who owns some of the heavy furniture in the different apartments, that can unify them without a need to make a separate Erev. Um, if the landlord does not have his ownership in the furniture in the different rooms, so then each room and each tenant is a very, very different ownership, and you need to unify by making an Erev, and that would be by taking bread, cookies, any mizonos, which somebody could have a meal with. Um, you need a certain amount to cover the amount of people covered. Usually a box of matzah will cover anyone and everyone. A matzah is a great idea because it doesn't spoil. And by unifying yourselves with uh, acquiring the matzah together and making the bracha, now you created one big happy family, one big happy ownership, and therefore you could carry from one to another.